why do I keep going back to a toxic relationship? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Like, have you ever wondered, I know this person's toxic. I know he's not helpful. I know he's even been abusive or he's even beat me up, but I still go back. I still want to interact. I still want to care about him. I still love him. And it feels like it, it just feels like just have it. Like at this point, like it's been a cycle. It's been something that's happened over and over and over again. You're like, I don't know who I'd be without him in my life. I don't know who I'd be without this relationship. So many times we see people that have been in a toxic relationship with a narcissist. They leave the narcissist and they get in another relationship with another narcissist. Whether that's they're with an overt narcissist, then they go to a covert narcissist, then they go to a malignant narcissist, then they go to a psychopath. Like a lot of times we see the cycle happen where you'll be with a toxic person, then you go to another toxic person, and you start to notice this is just a repeated thing that happens. Many of the clients that I've had before, like go into this being like, yeah, I was with a narcissist, and before I was with a narcissist, and before that I dated a narcissist, and then there was another narcissist that came into picture earlier. And all of a sudden we see this habit, and this pattern, and this cycle that ensues of going from toxic person to toxic person. So part of it is the question of like, why do I keep doing this? Like, and you start to question, you start to doubt yourself, you're like, what's wrong with me? But one of the things I want to tell you is oftentimes people will go back to the things that feel comfortable. So if you're in a cycle of toxic relationships, first and foremost, like look at the parents, look at your parents growing up. Did they exhibit some of these same toxic traits? Did they exhibit some of the belittling, some of the putting down, some of the shaming? Like, what did they actually show you? Because oftentimes if you're in a in if you're in a toxic relationship, oftentimes you'll see traits of that stem back to your childhood where your parents were toxic towards you, or the parents abused you, or the parents were very narcissistic or borderline or whatever it might be, that puts you in a state where you're like, it is okay for me to get abused. It is okay for me to accept this. We see this oftentimes where, where you'll grow up in toxicity, and then after that, everything else that's toxic feels normal, it feels safe because it's what you're used to. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. The hard part is when we start to look at why you keep going back and why it keeps happening. Because there's a lot of different pieces that starts affecting you. Mentally and emotionally, you start to question your own judgment. You start to question yourself of like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I keep going back. Like you start to think maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe there's just an issue that I have. Maybe I need to change my looks, my self-esteem, like how I actually show up. Maybe I need to change my weight or my habits or things like that. So I'll be better for the next person because it must be me. And you start to think that it's your fault and it's your problem in the relationship because they keep leaving you or you keep getting out of these toxic relationships and you're like, I must be attracting them. Like I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. And oftentimes we see this where you'll end up being in a cycle. I want to ask you for a moment, how is that cycle affecting you? By this time, if you hit your, your second, your third, your fourth narcissist in your life, you probably don't have much self-esteem. You probably don't have much boundaries. And you probably don't have much aspect of self-help or self-growth. Because it's been a consistent pattern now. 
It's been something that is cycled back and forth and you're like at a place where I don't even know who I am because I feel like different pieces of me have been chipped away and taken away by all these people. This is the part that leaves you distraught, leaves you in emotional turmoil, leaves you frustrated because you're like, I want to get out of this, but I don't know how. I don't know how because I feel completely stuck. Like this is just my plot in life. I'm just going to keep going from toxic person to toxic person to toxic person. I don't know how to get out and I don't know what's wrong with me. So first and foremost, I want to be able to address how do you get out? How you get out is actually understanding the facts of the situation and the truth. That's all we try to expose is being able to bring you to a place of understanding these are the facts. You're with a toxic person, but they don't feel toxic, but it doesn't seem toxic. Okay, you're still with a toxic person and let's dive into the facts. What is the evidence that's actually been shown in this relationship? How did he demonstrate that he loved you? Well, he did this. Okay, how did he demonstrate that he loved you when he was cheating on you? Well, he said, okay, how did he demonstrate like we're, we constantly are bringing people back to the facts of the situation. What is demonstrated? What is the evidence? What are the facts? What are the things we know? Because we have to break down the image that's in your mind that thinks that it's great or that thinks it's not that bad or thinks that it's okay because there hasn't been physical abuse that you should put up with all the other mental, emotional, and psychological abuse that's been happening in the relationship. So we have to break down that image. We have to break down the thought process. We have to break down the story that you're telling yourself. If we don't, you'll always continue to go to another toxic person because it feels comfortable. It feels normal. It feels like this is the next thing that I'm supposed to do. I guess this person feels good, so I'll go be with this person. And you'll see this cycle that would continue to happen over and over and over again. And you think, okay, maybe something's wrong with me. And so you start to question like, okay, I must be attracting them. Maybe I have like a, a flag that says, hey, I'm an empath. Come abuse me. It's not the case, but it feels like that. I get that. Because you're just like, I've been emotionally beat down, emotionally distraught. I've been like gone through like so many different abusive relationships. Like what keeps attracting them to me? And this is the hard part that a lot of times people don't want to hear. It's amazing. I normally say this. People are like, no, that's not me. So Take a pause, take a moment and be like, okay, just be open to this for a moment. Part of the reason why a toxic person is attracted to you is because of two things. One, you don't know who you are. And two, you don't have any boundaries. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. One, you don't know who you are. And two, you don't have any boundaries. Now, you might be like, well, I don't know who I am because of the relationships I've been in. Totally get that, but that's only going to set you up for more toxic relationships down the road. So let's address it really quick. One, you don't know who you are. Now imagine the possibility of you actually know who you are. You know the direction you're actually going. You know what actually is is who you want of, of who you want to be, having vision and values and understanding. Hey, this is what I accept in my life and not accept in my life. Imagine if you're able to be that person, to stand up in power saying, I know who I am, I know my worth, I'm not degrading that for you or for this relationship. Imagine if you could do that. 
Then imagine for a moment that you could actually set boundaries, one that you knew what boundaries were, and you could put them in your life and enforce them in a positive way. Like, what would change for your life? How could you actually navigate life knowing this is the direction I'm going and no one else is going to pull me off track? Like, that's a complete different reality. For some of you, you're like, yeah, don't, don't even connect with that because they don't even know what that reality looks like. I get it. I'm just trying to have you understand, like, that is possible. We see people achieve that every single day when they're able to understand who they are and how to set boundaries. And so who you are steps into the place of understanding, first off, the facts about the situation. What are the facts of your own life? What's working in your life? What's not working in your life? How do we then move you forward in a way of specifically working on targets, specifically working on things in your life that you need to develop? Part of breaking you down, the narcissist tries to destroy your sense of self-image. Because if he can destroy the sense of self-image, you'll be attached to his image. You'll be attached to what he says. You'll be attached to how he validates. This is where it gets really confusing and really hard for a lot of people because they're like, I'm great at the business I run. I'm great at being a person who has a lot of information, has a lot of knowledge, but I feel like I have no self-esteem. I have no confidence in these areas because of the things that he said. Because you start to give worth to what he's saying. You start to believe this toxic person and the things he's saying to you, which makes you feel less than. Here's the thing. A narcissist will treat you like you're worthless, but that does not mean that you are worth less. That just means that the narcissist was unwilling to actually invest any time, money, and energy into you and into the relationship because they didn't care. That's it. The narcissist does not care about you. Newsflash for some of you. So, why do I keep going back to a toxic relationship? Like that painful cycle that keeps happening, part of it boils down to simply this. You no longer know who you are and you don't have boundaries. Like it or not, that's what I've seen consistently. Like people that have come to Raw Motivations after years of therapy that they've been frustrated with and we've made more progress than five years of therapy at times, they come and they're like, but this is what's going on. And it boils down to them not knowing who they are, then believing different stories that are not true about themselves, then believing different limiting beliefs that the narcissist projected onto them, believing different thoughts and ideas that were taught to them at birth, like growing up through the family, through the religious, through the educational system, they started to believe certain things about themselves. All of these things have to get broken down for you to actually be free. Otherwise, you'll continue to go through the same cycle over and over and over again. Once you know who you are, then it's a lot easier to build boundaries because we have a direction, a target of who you actually want to be. So anything that's pulling you off track of that be, starts to become a boundary. Like, nope, these are the guardrails that are actually keeping me honed in to be the person that I want to be, to go the direction I want to go. And anyone that's going to take me off of that path is not going to have space in my life. This is a hard reality for a lot of people, but this is the piece that we have to work on. This isn't just me making it up. This is me talking about this after having like over 2,000 appointments of people. Of, of talking to people and saying, okay, this is what's missing. This is what we need to work on. This is what we need to build up. This is what we need to change. The story that's in your mind. Because if we don't change that, you will continue to think that you're not good enough. You will continue to think that you're not worthy. You will continue to think all these different things that propel you back into a toxic relationship because you don't know your worth, you don't know your value, and you're not able to stand in confidence with those boundaries to continue moving yourself forward. That's the difference. 
That's what we're going to be able to show you and help you move forward. If I can help you do this, I want you to go to claritychallenge.net. Look at some of the videos we have on there, different, different survivors that have gone through the challenge, different people that have graduated from the challenge and even moved on into our Thriver community. Understanding that you can be free. And we have to work on these aspects, the stories you're telling yourself and the boundaries that you set. If I can show you how to do that, go to claritychallenge.net to help you move forward in your journey, in your healing, in your growth.